Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello, my friends. Simon Miller here, and just a few little tidbits for you. One, yes, I know raw ups and down is late today, but I was basically stuck in America 12 hours ago, and I had to run home and go. I got to review raw. And that's why if the edit looks a little bit strange, it's because the poor editors also had to wait for me. So yes, I am the flubbing asshole. It also means that I'm massively jet-lagged, so I'm going to tell you this. If anything weird happens during this episode of Ups and Downs, it's in your head and it's not mine and no one is going to explain jack shit. Okay, are we good? Yes, we're good. Let's up those damn downs. Man, do I love it when Raw opens with nonsense. Because the show started and we just saw Seth Rollins and Riddle fighting in the back and it got so out of control they started to brawl in front of the fans because we were in Toronto, Canada, everybody went crazy. Now you can't do this all the time, but you sparingly, it does work. Riddle even dove off Barry Barricade at one point when all the referees and officials came down to try and break them up. But you know the deal with this. Were they successful? Absolutely not. Which begs the question why WWE keeps employing this tactic. This was just fun though. It built their feud without really doing anything. They are going to have a face-off next week and they will take each other on a cast of the castle. Thought it got you all pumped and ready. Up. We were still going to get some kind of raw opening promo segment though because straight after this Trish Stratus returned to WWE because of course we were in our hometown too and if you like big pops you should go and watch it. She mentioned that she was happy to be here as everybody chanted welcome back welcome back before she said much of anything else out came Bailey, out came Dakota Kai and out came EO Sky. They acted like they cared that Trish was here before being like why did you turn up anyway and Stratus's answer was really weird. She was like I'm here to see Edge's match. And I was like, Trish, just one second. Edge's been back for a long old time, and you haven't turned up once. So I suppose you're only doing this one because it took minimal effort. So poor old Edge over here. And after Bailey and her crew had laughed and said, ha ha ha, nobody cares about you, Trish Stratus, Bianca Belair's music came out, and she was just there to say, oh my gosh, Trish, you are the best, and if you don't shut up, people over there, she's going to whoop your ass. Stratus also acted like that she was going to get into a fight because she took her jacket off. But instead, Alexa Bliss and Oscar just walked out after Bailey was like, you can't beat us, we have the numbers game here. And Trish was like, hi, I'm done. And she left. This really was all about that Trish pop though, because once again it was so damn loud, and we had loads of these during this roar. 
It also meant that we could carry on the women's tag team tournament because, of course, we did have the two teams in the ring. It was Oscar and Alexa Bliss versus Sky and Kai. And we also learned, let me try and get this right, that Toxic Attraction got put into the thing, but now they're out of it because Gigi Dolan has a concussion. So on SmackDown, we're going to have a fatal four-way tag team match for all the teams that have lost to try and get back into the thing, but not Alexa Bliss and Oscar because, yes, they were defeated on this evening. I think this tournament is working very well. The coolest thing about all of this, of course, though, is when Oscar and EO Sky got into it, especially because on commentary, they started talking about the history they have together. And I love it when wrestling companies do this because it just makes it so much easier to buy in. It's like, oh my gosh, they have a wrestling past. Maybe I should go look it up. It also had the benefit of me not being 100% sure who was going to win because you could have given it to either team and I would have shrugged my beaver shoulders and gone, yeah, that makes sense. It was standard, but entertaining stuff as we did build to the Oscar hot tag. And then we saw everybody else in the tournament looking at this match backstage as if they wanted their necks to break. And there was this awesome near fall after EO had hit this string broad drop kick. Alexa Bliss had to break it up at two. It then broke down to Kai versus Oscar, which I also like, because like, man, I can't remember the last time I saw that. And talking about seeing things, what the Empress of Tomorrow did not see is that Sky had tagged herself in. So even though Oscar Wells able to apply the Oscar lock onto the coat of Kai, she was basically choking out the illegal person. So Sky hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll up. They got the three, they going through. Now, I'll be honest, I probably could have done without that. I'm more than happy with somebody just hitting a big move, especially after a blind tag and scoring the pinfall. But seriously, given this was the first match on Raw and it was there to warm up the crowd, you know, the crowd was kind of quiet for matches, but got really loud for entrances. Point is, up. We were then in the back with Kevin Patrick, who was interviewing Dolph Ziggler. And he basically said, listen, Dolphy boy, you were crap last week. And are you going to be crap again tonight against Finn Balor? Balor then strolled in to tell Dolph that the only reason he wanted to fight Austin Theory, sorry, Theory, excuse my language, was because he was trying to stay relevant by hanging around with the young guys. And then these two actually started to have an argument about how old they were. Zickle soon slapped Balor, and my word, he sold that like he had been shot. And then given that his entrance music was playing, Dolph was all like, oh man, you got to come out to the ring, you bitch. And he left. All of that really did flow very well, though, especially because we did just go into Dolph Ziggler versus Finn Balor. And honestly, you could rerun this for the next 100 years in any universe. It'd probably be pretty Rhea Ripley also came out with Finn, who does have a brand new entrance theme. This absolutely cracked me up as well, because it was like Alter Bridge realized, wait a minute, wait a minute, Edge isn't in Judgment Day anymore, and we only support Edge. When we sit down to watch wrestling, if we do not see Adam Copeland on our television screen, we just turn it off, and we will not give a green light to have our music for anybody else, so screw you. Balor got crazy here too, because he kept grabbing Dolph's head and just slamming it into the turnbuckles, and then when Ziggler tried to fight back, he got him again and threw him first in the turnbuckle and the fans were just so into Dolph Ziggler that when he got a near fall after the famous and when he got another near fall after the zigzag it translated from the television and it got you all pumped up and once again while I kind of assumed Finn Balor was going to win because he's in a story and Dolph isn't I couldn't be sure and of course eventually Balor went massive dick because he managed to grab the referee's arm which caused the distraction <laughs> and then Rhea Ripley who is on fire right now not literally smacked Dolph which was the end of him he got hit with a DD he got hit with the coup de gras. Finn Balor got the result. 
he ain't done for the evening. This was good. We then had an Aaliyah interview after this and the stupid questions kept coming because she was asked, oh man, are you surprised your team with Raquel Rodriguez is as good as it was? What did you think Ali was going to say? No, I thought it was going to be crap, but I'd do it anyway. This is when Bailey and her buddies were back again going, you're such an idiot, Aaliyah. You have come to Raw with no backup. But actually, she did have backup because Trish Stratus was here. Like, damn it, you're a liar. You told me you were here for Edge. This match did get made, though, meaning later on it was going to be Aaliyah, who is from Toronto, taking on Bailey in her first match back since injury. And that felt like a good idea at the time. I mean, that sounded like, oh, I want to watch that. But we'll talk about it later. I mean, all these things were happening in order to keep you watching into the second and third hour, as was the fact that out came the Alpha Academy, which Chad Gable is just great. He was just going off about how stupid Canada is and how stupid you are and how stupid I am and how stupid everybody is. And the fact that he just wants to fight right now. So he is issuing an open challenge. And I was like, man, please let Kevin Owens answer. And then he did. And seriously, if you want to feel better about everything going on outside the door just go and listen to his reaction it's the best this was so smart too because everybody knew this was going to happen even though i think kevin owens is going to go mega heel and the way he worked this match i've said it before and i'll say it again if he is not going back to the nxt version then something is wrong with my brain i mean he just feels so much more aggressive and then he's got his eye on the prize so don't get me wrong Gable was still suplexing his ass during this, and at one point did a German, and Kevin landed right on his head. I'm a terrible person, I enjoyed it. Owens also hit this tremendous frog splash, even though Gable was halfway across the ring, and then they were soon tussling on the top. And even though Kevin Owens pushed Chad off, he just popped back onto the top, and that's when KO grabbed him and gave him that exploder, fisherman suplex, avalanche thing. And honestly, that really needs to become a finishing move because it's damn devastating. As it turned out, though, we had a different idea of how to close this because, yes, Kevin Owens grabbed Chad Gable, he pushed him into the ropes, and he gave him the pop-up power bomb for the three NXT. And I'm sure he will still use the stunner at some point, especially because 30 seconds after this, he used the stunner. Because I was charged him like an end-of-level boss, which is when KO did hit the stunner, he then took care of Chad Gable as he stood there to just breathe in the cheers. I'm so excited about what we're going to do with Kevin Owens moving forward. And if he is not a champion of some sorts within the next 12 months, something has gone terribly wrong. The Judgment Day were then back and they were just laughing about the Mysterios. And I think Finn Balor even said, oh, Rhea, you beat Dommy Boy up so much recently. He probably enjoys it, which may very well be true. And he even said about Rey Mysterio that he was 6-1 mine. (laughs) Face bumped. Watched this at an airport. I said out loud, Finn Balor, stop with the puns and never say that again. Damien Priest also started screaming that he was going to murder Edge later and that it was going to be his Judgment Day. I was like, oh, no. He's he's doing it as well. But I will say this. This version of the group is the best one. Dare I say it. Finally clicked. And then, yes, it was Aaliyah versus Bailey. Now, given my flight, I've been on a lot of social media today. And I have seen a lot of comments and a lot of opinions about this. Mostly saying that Aaliyah isn't ready for the main roster. And there was nothing that Bailey could do. And that this absolutely sucked. And sure, in the early going, Aaliyah was just spamming the shit out of the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. And there were a few other spots where it all fell apart. But I didn't think it was as terrible or as bad as everybody was saying it is. I mean, does Aaliyah need more ring time? Yes, she does. 
but that probably means you need to put her in the ring and give her more ring time. Now, would this make more sense doing it down on NXT? Yes, it would. But we're here now, people. May as well just accept it. You can kind of tell that the commentators thought this too, because a large portion of this was just Byron Saxton and Corey Graves yelling at each other to the point it did get a little bit distracting. And eventually Bailey was able to hit the rose plant and get the one, two, three. Now I've thought about this and I've thought about this and I've thought about this. Sometimes I just think it's nice to praise effort. I bet sometimes you've gone to work and you've tried really hard, but things just haven't worked out as intended. Also felt quite bad for Aaliyah today. She didn't go out there to have a bad match. And I stand by the fact that it wasn't good. It was just kind of mediocre. But I am giving it an up. Just because I think somebody needs to fight her corner. Because the internet can be really, really me. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15 just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Bobby Lassie and AJ Styles will then walk into the ring backstage because they're friends for some reason. And we did this because, of course, it meant in the background there was Adam Pearce and some officials looking at something that was on fire. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Dexter Loomis. Now, I don't know who keeps letting him in the building, but here's a piece of advice for you. Stop it. Amazingly, it was also going to be this two versus The Miz and Champa. And talking about social media reactions, there are so many people out there saying they do not like The Miz and Champa together. I don't know what it is, but I think they work perfectly, especially when they come out with those stupid cards over the necks. I mean, the one thing I would get rid of is the fact that Miz is obsessed with his testicles. He was still wearing this uh, massive balls t-shirt. And if you have bought that piece of merchandise, I want you to let me know in the comments... I'm not going to do anything. It's your money. You don't have to do whatever the hell you want. I just think you're a bit weird. Bobby must have felt the same because he just suplexed the ship out of Champa in the early going. 
even when he tagged in The Miz and The Miz gave him some shots, Bobby just took him and he launched him out the ring and he grabbed Ciampa and he launched him out the ring too into The Miz. And we really need to get a proper feud for Bobby Lashley too because he has all the momentum now and we must capitalise on it. As ever, when we came back from the break, the bad guys were magically in charge. So I've decided that somebody was shining a torch from the crowd and it hit Bobby Lashley's head and accidentally blinded AJ Styles, which is why he did get beaten up for a while. Then we had a hot tag for Bobby Lashley. I mean, this was just a standard WWE tag match, but it was fine, and everybody seemed to be enjoying it. The difference came in what happened at the end of this, because AJ Styles rolled to the outside after he had whooped some ass, and when he got over by Barry Barricade, some crazy dude grabbed him. Now, the security were right on this, and they grabbed that man away, but then... On the other side, to the left of Barry Barricade, The Miz was doing the same. Dexter Loomis appeared. <laughs> he dragged him off into the abyss. So he kidnapped him. And do you know what this audience did? They all cheered. So here's what I want you to do today. I want you to go find your non-wrestling fan friends and say, a man got kidnapped and everybody thought it was the best thing ever. You let me know what they do. It also meant this match was thrown out. I suppose it was a disqualification. And you can't really argue that one. Now, I am going to say it went way too long to end in a DQ. This is like 15, 16, 17 minutes. And if you knew you were going to do that, just top it out at 10. But I can't help but laugh that if you read the record books, it would say disqualification because somebody got kidnapped. And I love it when wrestling is goofy. We also made sure that we put the baby faces over as well because AJ and Bobby then just whipped the absolute crap out of Champa. And then they stood there and posed. And nobody seemed to be that bothered that The Miz had been kidnapped. I don't know what that says about The Miz. But admittedly, this was kind of just there. But what I really liked is that I'm super intrigued to see what we are going to do with Dexter. We're going to get some bizarre segments like we used to get in NXT with The Miz. I think the Miz will sell that pretty well. So I am going to give it an up. But next time, if we get like a 20-minute-esque match that ends with a DQ, we back to the downs. We then just got this really awesome video for Edge, who is about to have his first match in Toronto in 10 years. When flub me sideways, did we have a big surprise. And why? Because out of nowhere, Rebel Heart hit over the loudspeakers and out came Repo Man. That wasn't Repo Man. I just got way too excited here. But it was... Johnny Gargano. That's right. Once again, he got a massive pop and he just ran around the ring because he was so pumped up. And there wasn't even a tease about this. Not on this show, not last week, not two weeks ago. Flubbing just happened. I mean, it was so random, I thought I'd fallen asleep and straight away Gargano looked into the camera and said how much he'd missed all of us. So straight away, he's just the quintessential babyface. And he talked about not knowing what to do, whether he wanted to continue wrestling. He talked about his kid. He talked about his family. And he talked about his dreams of doing something at WrestleMania. I was like, man, I'm just going to root for you forever because he's just so damn nice. Fans really were going bonkers too. And we ensured Johnny went, I want this title in NXT and I want that title in NXT. So you know who's a big deal. And the whole time I was like, well, someone's interrupting. Who is it going to be? And it was Flubbin' Theory. Now, of course, if you are a big NXT fan, you were probably dancing around the place because they used to be in a group. Although Theory sees this very differently now because he is the master. Johnny Gargano is the rookie. And if he is going to stay on Raw, maybe he should carry Theory's bags and carry his briefcase around. If Gargano doesn't want to do that, he should just go away. So John was all like, oh man, yeah, I'll do that. It sounds really good. And just when they're about to celebrate, he super kicked Theory right in the face. So I presume this is the feud. And put your hands up if you can see a world, you can see a scenario where Johnny Gargano wins the briefcase 
my hand stays up. So this really was absolutely awesome and a moment in time, mostly because of the reaction. So fair play to WWE for saving this for Canada, who just go absolutely nuts about everything, to the point, even if you didn't know who Johnny Gargano was, in around about three minutes, you're gonna go, well, that guy must be a super duper star. To the point, it doesn't just get an up it gets the golden up. Which of course brought us to our main event which was Adam Copeland Edge returning to his homeland to have a match against Damian Priest. And I just thought this was lovely. Because not only did Edge also get an absolutely massive reaction, but Damian Priest is a really good wrestler. Once again, if you give them time, and we did here, they have like 20 minutes, it is very unlikely they're going to have a bad match. And I thought they absolutely smashed it. To me, our superstar went full Superman to begin with because he was just wrecking Priest, who of course had come to the ring by himself because he didn't need his buddies anymore. The way he also got back into this is when he grabbed Edge and he gave him the Razor's Edge to Alan the announce table. Now, Edge is a 48-year-old man. If somebody gave this to me, I would freak out. And look, I'm a perfectly normal human being. So the fact that he's doing this near 50, round of applause. This was all building to the finish, though, when the referee got taken out. And straight away, there was just a bunch of chairs in the ring because they both wanted to give each other a concerto, which do not forget is a death sentence. But ultimately, it didn't work out for Damien Priest, although he did hit the south of heaven to make you go, oh, maybe he would have won if we had an official. Then Edge did that thing when even though he could use the chair, he pulled pulls like a bit off of it and he does that crossface thing. When he did it down his face, down his face, look like this. Edge then followed this up with a Canadian destroyer, because you know he is Canadian and he's like a destroyer man or something, but it was very well thought out. He hit the spear, he got the one, two, three, and everybody just stood up and went crazy. And I haven't done this justice because again we're against the clock here, but it was an excellent main event. Edge is just good, so is Damien Priest. We also got some teasing for the Clash of the Castle pay-per-view because Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley just zoomed in after this with Rhea attacking Edge, and I like that a lot, when Beth Phoenix came out through the crowd and she had a chair and she was like, oh yeah, man, you want to go? I'm ready to smack you. Now, Ripley had to be held back by Finn Balor and Damian Priest, which I thought was a really good idea. And I can only presume that we're going to get to the pay-per-view, excuse me, premium live event, and we'll do Rey Mysterio, Edge and Beth Phoenix taking on the Judgment Day thought about it and I thought about it and I thought about it. Not only was that a really good way to end Raw, but I actually want to see that match. Which did indeed bring us to the end of Monday Night Raw. And look, I get it. There are a few downs we probably could have thrown in there. But with the crowd and how well this was put together, I was like, no, man, we are just going to throw some positivity out there today. Even more so because I had to watch this in an airport. I'm like, did I actually get a true experience? Probably not. But I know that it entertained me and it did the job because it distracted me. The irony of that. So, of course, it gets an up. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.